0: To be a busy day. Hello. Hey, Kevin, this is Matt, Christy's manager. Hi. How are you? Good, Matt. How are you today? I'm doing great. Sorry, uh, we're a few minutes late. So we're just finishing up another interview, and it went a little long. So, Not a problem. And actually, uh, um, I chose Amaryllis, actually, after listening to Christy's um, podcast about the song. Just love the story, love the imagery of it. So, yeah, what I'm looking to do is kinda get a like a shortened version of that uh and share it for one of my behind the song devotional articles on the website. So looking forward. Yeah, to it. that's great. Well
1: she's here. Um
0: Christy, this is Kevin with new release today.
1: Hey Kevin.
0: Hey Christy, how are you?
1: I'm good. How's it going? Well,
0: great. Well I was just starting to share with Matt that uh I, I was trying to pick which song I wanted to feature for my behind the song series and you and I have done, I think, four of these over the years. Uh, with
1: yeah. Songs.
0: And the one on your new record I knew I had to feature was Amaryllis once I heard your podcast uh, description of the song. And yeah. love how your, I think it's your sister-in-law, right? Uh, uh-huh. She sent you the note and how that inspired you. And, yeah, I just think it's a beautiful imagery, and I'd love to learn a little bit more from you about the actual songwriting process and uh the christmas message of the song "Amarella."
1: sure yeah i love that well um this kind of started really actually two years ago this week um Mm. this is my birthday week and um my sister-in-law and brother sent me a white ceramic pot that had just some dirt in it I wasn't real sure at the moment what was in it and she had this letter that she had written to me and it was titled Amaryllis prayers and at that time in my life um, Nathan and I had come to the realization um, that we were going to be going through the process of transitioning kind of ending a season that we were in and that was really hard for me at the time was hard for all of us. Um, We moved to Atlanta in 2008 to help plant a church there. We moved thinking that we were going to be there forever, (laughs) uh, which we've learned, you know, never say never, because you never know where life's going to take you and where God's going to take you. And so there were many things in my life going on. At that time I was um, turning 40 and and I was um, actually, I think I may may have been turning 41 at the time. and, And it was just, God was raising me up in a new way, I think, in that, that moment in my life to um, push through some things and to actually kind of grow up in some things and to learn to use my voice in a different way, not just my singing voice, but um, really start to share the stories that kind of I've harbored through the years. Um, and the podcast has been, you know, a huge mm-hmm. part of that. I had no idea I was going to step into that. But it was at the the very beginning stages of all of that, that God was really just asking me to push through and grow. And I think a lot of times, you know, we think that maybe I'll wait till this hard time is over and then I'll push through and I'll grow. (laughs) But what the beauty of this letter that my sister-in-law sent me was the amaryllis is the bulb that was down inside that dirt. And she talked about how an amaryllis grows and blooms in the bitterness of winter. There's no welcoming afternoon sun, no gentle breeze. In fact, everything else outside is is dying. But yet there's this beautiful picture, you know, in your house of this pot that starts showing these little shoots of green coming out in the middle of, of the bleakness of winter. And so she just kind of, she went on and, and, I actually made her a songwriter on the song when I started the very beginning stages of even dreaming that this could be a song because this this letter had meant so much to me. And um, one of my favorite lines in the letter, it said, There are the rare and beautiful treasures that choose to bloom when the conditions are the darkest. In the bleakness of winter, the amaryllis will spring up, pushing through the soil, displaying the the beauty it was created to share. And one of the other lines I loved, and this is so um, our generation right now, but um, it says that the amaryllis will not look to the world around it, but yet it will instead look to the world within it, the beauty Mm. inside itself that the creator has already set inside of it and I thought about you know it's so easy with social media right now to mm. look around and see what everybody else is doing and how they're blooming and growing and um but instead of looking to the world ar- around me um they were you know through this precious prayer were saying obey the world that Jesus has already set in you how he's already created you and wired you and obey his voice and look to him and so there were all these ways that this prayer just literally I would read it over and over and I sent it to several of my friends and just said, You have to read this. This is so encouraging and and I knew like kinda like I said, just deep down that like this was gonna be a song and and so when I sat down to write it it was actually kind of um hard because, you know, you could take it so many mm-hmm. different ways. You know, you could um Really get into um, you know blooming and and what it's like to um, to really you know display um, you know just like we've always loved the imagery of um, trees and roots and and I have a song called For Your Splendor that's all about that and so I just thought you know that's that's really close to For Your Splendor and so I was just really praying and asking God you know what should this look like. And then it came to me, you know, that Jesus came like an Amaryllis. You know, he came Mm -hmm. in the winter and in a silence that the world had never known. And that was the first line that I got was, you know, it's almost like you're retelling the story. You're saying, talk about a winter, you know, that the world had never known.
0: Talk Mm -hmm. about a
1: silence that hardened up the soil. And one of the lines says, no more life left in Eden, but you knew the time would come. And I'd been learning about the lineage of Jesus through the writing of this whole record and just loved studying. And it was so beautiful knowing, you know, that it's our lineage. You know, it's really who he chose. It was this broken and fragile people, really, um, that he chose to come through. You know, and, um and so that really, the whole first verse, it was all about how he came and, you know, just when we thought we'd never see the beauty and the warmth of spring, he didn't wait. He bloomed with the brilliance of summer right in the middle of winter. He didn't come when conditions were best. And and because of that, the second verse is really us, you know, it's us as the Amaryllis. It's um, because... He came and he pushed through, and he came like this beautiful amaryllis. We have that same life within us now. We have that resurrection life because of what he accomplished. And so the second verse is us. You know, we might be in a winter of our own, and and most of us, if we're honest, are waiting on something. You know, we're all in a place where we're we have our faces towards the Lord about something that we're longing for or waiting for and or just asking him, you know, for. And and so that whole second verse is really how here we are waiting in a winter of our own and because of his life within us, we can push through the hardness of the soil and maybe it's a broken relationship or, you know, and I even thought about how Christmas can be the loneliest time of year for some people they've lost loved ones and that can be a painful time and um, whatever it is, whatever that bleakness of winter looks like because he came and because he is the resurrection life, we have that same life that we can push through the hardness of the soil and we can bloom with the brilliance of summer Mm. right in the middle of our winter. So that's how it all unfolded, and and I just love that thought, you know. That or the truth, really, of his word is that he's making all things new again. And yes, and I, I love the end of that bridge. It's, um, you know, there are the rare and beautiful treasures that grow when it's coldest, when nobody's watching, sending a message to a sleeping world that you are here with us now, and you're making all things new again. That's probably my favorite lines from the song and just wanting it to have the hope, you know, that he is, even in the midst of our own winter, he's making all things new again.
0: For sure. And, I mean, you know, first off, the imagery of the of the
1: um,
0: poem, the flower itself, uh, very poetic and artistic and creative and then also very worshipful at the same time and yeah. uh, i've I uh, along with you um, resonate very much with the you know making all things new aspect uh, yeah. of of the song, and I had already started to put um a couple biblical references to that in my outline uh, in writing lesson mm-hmm. song and so I have naturally will put the actual revelation promise of that uh in addition to you know second Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, yeah. one in Christ Jesus in creation, old things yeah. are old, all things have become new. So I feel like that's very much of what the imagery of this this flower that blooms in winter, Jesus who came in winter in the midst of our trials. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. Those entering trials in because winter also is, as you know, uh, symbolic of uh, a valley, uh, a season. Um, it's not yeah. just it's not just a time of year, but also uh, time of life that we may all go through. Um, right. And then I also put because I want to make sure we have some kind of Christmas type references as well. Um, I have Matthew four sixteen. I really like this one. Um, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great great light, and upon oh. those who sat in the region and shadow of death, light <laughs> has dawned. And uh, I feel like that kind of fits the imagery of this song too. Like this flower that can grow in winter and in the dark. You know. Um, yeah and how our light came into our darkness and, and, mm-hmm. and that dawn of that light. And then the often forgotten John three, 17, uh, yeah. God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Cause to me, again, that's really what Christmas is all about. So if those all mm-hmm. sound good to you, I'd like to include those. I oh, love
1: that. Yeah. I love the line in the song. It reminds me of that. Um, the light has come. It's that you came surprising the night. Yes. So that fits with that really, really well. I love that. It's great.
0: Cool. Yeah. And sometimes as I kind of pray through songs and, and let the Holy spirit do his work, I come up with others, but those will kind of be my outline and uh, kind of flowing out of that. um, Not just about this song, but about this, this record, uh, what would you like people to take away this upcoming Christmas season?
1: Yeah, you know, um, when the record was finished and we really started listening to the flow and all of that, I—it's funny. I think in the past I've—I've I've more. I don't know if I've ever really thought about it honestly, but I—I guess maybe in the past I've thought more about how is this record gonna kind of translate with more like. The, the masses or like, how are worship leaders going to use this in, in the church? And I would think things like that, but this record in particular was the first one that I really kept thinking about the individual. I kept thinking like, how is this particularly going to fall mm-hmm. on, you know, maybe it's the single girl who's leaving the mall. You know, she's shopping and she's in her car. She's at a stoplight. There's traffic everywhere. And she's, has a longing you know to have a family of her own to be married or what if it's someone who's lost a loved one or what if it's someone who needs the hope of Jesus like I want when people hear this record for the hope to to be thrill inducing you know like I want people Uh sitting in their car or wherever they're at, like, I just thought a lot about how's this going to fall on the individual, for the individual to have a an experience with Jesus, and, and, and the sweet thing has been, we've been getting texts and emails from people, and that very thing is happening, you know, and that's, like, that's what I love, where, like, it's not by might or power, but it's always by God's spirit, you know, that he mm-hmm. takes... Um, what we were faithful to work hard on, but now he's, he's taking it, you know, he's really using it how he wants. And, and I really just think about, you know, the hope that, that Jesus is. And there's never been a time ever that I can think of, or even I hear my own father who's almost 70, you know, say I've never seen a time like we're walking in as a country. And um, there's never been a better time to Um, have a record that would point to the hope that Jesus is. He's the hope of the world. And that's what I hope as as people hear it.
0: The thrill of hope. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's what I love, too, is that there is an intentionality, as you mentioned in the podcast, uh, of the beginning, middle, and end of the record. And by the way, I don't want to just listen to it on – uh, random, as you suggested. I actually like to listen to it in order, so I'm one of those uh, <laughs> completists who enjoys the journey, going on the journey with you, and um, yeah. and, and I have uh, my wife and three daughters, and I, we all uh, soaked in it over this past weekend, um, just okay. letting the different messages, and uh, mm. I'd always loved your previous recording of O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, and I love the placement of this new recording uh, of that same mm. song. Again, a song of expectancy, a song of, of our blessed hope. And, yeah. and it's an Advent song, too, which I love, you know, because you know, the, mm-hmm. the one thing we sometimes um, don't take time to stop and think about is this uh, fun season of, of expectancy. Uh, I think sometimes yeah. just like a lot of other seasons we have, we um, let it kind of go by us uh, and, and let yeah. it rest overtake us. And I feel like your record is a great companion for um, reflection and also celebration of this occasion that we all gather around as families. And like you said, it can also be a companion for somebody who has lost someone who's, who's really trying to process, you know, um, yeah. going through this season. And what we know is we're really not alone ever. And I think, um, you know, the presence of God and, and, and that um, reality is something else I want to impress upon as I kind of write about the record in the context of even just this song. But I, this one was just the one that I was like, I, I need to feature this one. So thank you for, to your sister-in-law, if you can pass that on, and also to you for your obedience in um, your calling to write this song. I feel it's, it's a special song. Uh, it's my, my favorite reason to do an original Christmas song behind the song mm-hmm. story because it has, you know, such – uh, a personal connection for you and mm-hmm. um, thank you for inviting us into that and allowing us to mm-hmm. share that along with you that's that's a real blessing to me and mine well thank yeah,
1: you so great. much
0: thank you yeah,
1: thanks for you're welcome. thanks for listening you're always so thoughtful to do that you always get it <laughs> i oh, appreciate that well
0: Yeah, no, my pleasure. Well, I was, I've always wanted you to put out a full Christmas record, so excited that you've done so, and uh, this will post um, in about two weeks, just so you know, so I'm kind of wrapping up my non-Christmas content, Uh, Mm -hmm. so like, you know, week before Thanksgiving, week after, and then this will be the following week, um, like first week of December, so make sure I send it back, you know, through Media Collective, and hopefully you and Matt will get a hold of it, and you want to reshare it, that would be great.
1: Okay. Thank you so much again.
0: Yep, you're welcome, Christy. Well, all the best and have a wonderful holiday season.
1: You too. Thanks.
0: All right. Take care. Right, bye-bye. Bye.